Welcome to the new pod order, brought to you by FFD260, with your hosts, Joel, Nick, and Alfredo. Hey everybody, welcome in. This is New Pod Order, and I am Joel Davis, one of your hosts. Um, today we have, as always, Nick Brown. How you doing? Yo. I mean, and, good. And AJ Forrest. How you doing, man? Great. Great. We uh, have a little late night Wednesday action, so we can get everything ready for you for the first Thursday game. Uh, the bit of news that we should start off with, since we have the Texans and Bengals game, Sean Watson is named the starter at at Cincinnati against the Bengals. What do you guys think of that? Going to get wrecked. <laughs> the Texans are? <laughs> Watson's going to get wrecked. It can't be any worse than Savage. True. And I mean, the Bengals weren't great last week, and they still don't have – they still don't have Vontos, and – you know, it's it's. I don't know. I think both teams are bad, and it's probably just going to be not a great game to watch. But Sean Watson, I think, brings a little more explosive, a little more uh, tenacity to the offense. He did lead them to their only touchdown. Which which is uh, better than Tom Savage already in his entire career, correct? I believe because that was his first career start. <laughs> he still doesn't have a touchdown pass in his career. Yeah, think. still doesn't. Have, yeah, still doesn't have a touchdown pass. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great stat. So well, that, uh, that I think wraps up all of our news for the Thursday game. <laughs> no, who are you? Uh, who are you just, starting out of that one? Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I think you, you get still got to start Nuke. They're they're just targeting him. Hope I mean, I I think we're always forever going to be chasing 2015 DeAndre Hopkins. We're ne- we're never going to see that again. But I mean. If they just keep keep hammering him with targets, he's a must start every week, obviously. But uh, I think you still got to start Lamar Miller, and uh, it's tough tough to get away from obviously AJ Green. <laughs> but I'm still rolling Eifert out there too. Did you see enough out of Mixon to start him to be confident with that, or are you still a little hesitant with the timeshare? I'm just, I mean, I love Mixon and. Basically, a lot of places where I own him, I've still got to start him just because he's basically one of the. I'm investing so much in him, and he's one of my best running backs at this point. I'm rolling him out pretty much every week. Now, he's one of your best running backs, or he's like your only option because we really haven't seen any. Well, I mean, it's only one week into the season, but we haven't seen like great production. So I don't know if you can call him one of your best backs because I mean, by that I mean I, in a lot of leagues that that I have him, I've either traded up or I've traded somebody else in order to get him. So I'm, you know, I've got I'm a lot start- invested in him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, am I going to start, I mean, where I'm going to conundrum with him is, am I going to start him over like Jaquiz Rogers this week? That's a, that's a, I know that's a real decision I have to make and it doesn't, doesn't sound fun, but, but it is no. what it is. So we're well, moving on. Or Joe Mixon. Yeah, that's just not, that's just not not a great choice. But moving on with, with our other news, um, Danny Woodhead is out for at least four to six weeks. Uh, I saw that they were hoping hoping he could maybe return by November. Um, what is this doing for you guys in that that backfield situation? I mean, uh, Terrence West flops forward for like three yards at a time, but they're still going to just pass a lot because they're going to be down forever. I don't know. Buck Allen got a lot of touches, but it could have been game flow. Uh, I don't know. It, it's too early to really 
figure out how they're going to play each of them, how they're going to split them up. I was I was probably in the minority where I wasn't a huge Danny Woodhead fan. I don't think I've ever owned him. I just I can't I can't roster him. I can't find myself drafting him or getting him in a trade. I I just have never been able to do it. But I did pick up Buck Allen in a couple leagues. Just Me too. In, just in case he ends up being better. I mean, he was already better than Terrence West, but they were giving Terrence West the start. But who knows what will happen. I I think that Buck Allen is, might end up being the best PPR back in that, that offense this season just because the Ravens are going to be throwing the ball a lot. I mean, they're, they're not good. <laughs> they're just... They're going to have a lot of probably a lot of negative game script. It's it's crazy because you think with that defense that they would want to run the ball and and you know do their best to try and mimic a a Dallas Cowboys style offense, but obviously obviously they don't have the line for that. Yeah, but but you know Jeff Flacco is going to going to basically the way they're going to run the ball is by passing it short and yeah. and and Buck Allen's probably the guy that's that's going to catch it just because Terrence West is not a great receiver. So I think Buck Allen is definitely worth a flyer and I, I'm picking him up. Like you said, in a lot of leagues this week, I, in one, uh, redraft league, I just picked him up. What was it? Tuesday morning. Cause that's how the, the league had waivers. And I had a trade offer yesterday, like three hours after I picked him up and I accepted the trade it was for Tom Brady. So I flipped <laughs> him for flipped Buck Allen for Tom Brady. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty good flip right there. I'll I'll take that one all day. I don't I'm not really don't really care what the format is. Right. Uh, yeah, other... yeah, Buck might get you four weeks of decent yardage, but yeah, he's not a well the other season. running the other running back that that isn't a Ravens running back that we care about, David Johnson, is out <laughs> is out two to three months. Uh, with a dislocated wrist. I mean, if you would have told me week one that David Johnson dislocated his wrist, I'd have said, "Okay, that forty burger was probably really awesome then." But that's that's not what happened. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, every, I mean, I feel like so many people have some sort of share of David Johnson. I've got my favorite, one of my favorite uh, teams I have had David Johnson, and now it's all falling apart after the first week. So. What what are you guys doing with with that back, backfield? What about you, AJ? I say with that, there's a question from Ben asking what the RB situation is in Arizona. Kerwin Williams is going to start. Andre Ellington is going to get some touches. They just brought back Chris Johnson, but it's it's going to be Kerwin's job if he wants it. If he takes off, otherwise, it's going to be a full on committee. So I, I personally, I'm steering clear. Somebody See Bruce be- Arians. Go ahead, AJ. Somebody showed me stats of Kerwin Williams and his like two most touched games were like nineteen and seventeen for rushes, and he got no type of receptions in that game. Yeah, he's not a receiving back, but that offensive line. I think Humphreys went down that game too. It's just, I mean, granted they're playing the Colts, so of course they're all going to pop off for like four hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns, but it, I can't hang my hat on any of them. Yeah, Humphreys is week to week right now. He might not play this week. Who are you which, guys taking? Well, we'll do the pickums. We'll do the pickums no, later. No, no, no. I mean, like of the players. All of the players. Um, no, of the three running backs, who are you gonna? To be fair, I in a, I'm, I'm in obviously a million leagues, but I've added Kerwin Williams where I have DJ, 
but I'm adding Andre Ellington in several leagues just because it's I think there might be a couple weeks, a lot of weeks where each of them have eight to twelve points. You know, like like you said, I don't think Kerwin's really too much of a receiver, but he's not a bad runner. And and in limited sample sizes, I know he's had some pretty good efficiency. Uh, I can't remember. I, I saw the stat. I think he was he averaged whenever he was given a workload, he averaged about five point six yards a carry, which I'm not a huge yards per carry guy, but there's something to be said about that. But but Ellington, obviously, they tried to move him to receiver earlier. Yeah. I mean, he he is a good receiver. He'll be out there on third downs. But it's it's going to be ugly. But if you're trying to get through the aftermath of DJ, I think I think Kerwin Williams is probably the the safer bet to actually get the most amount of touches. Are you starting any of them? Like you're picking them up? Is it more of a security thing, or just to snipe them so nobody else has them? Or are I'm you starting confident? Kerwin, I'm starting Kerwin Williams this week with a fair amount of confidence. Fair amount of confidence. I'll start Andre Ellington in the league with a fair amount of confidence. I'll start just about anybody in the league with a fair amount of confidence who's playing the Indianapolis Colts with Nick. <laughs> I hate to tell you that, buddy. But uh, after He did after all right game, against Gurley. He yeah, had after, like a two-yard two per carry average. Yeah, yeah, for 40 with one touchdown. And they made and they made Jared Goff look like Peyton Manning. So Right. So, <laughs> so running back... Eh. <laughs> I I know. I'm just. I mean, I'm just four up. games. Kerwin's had double-digit touches, put up 50 yards plus in all those games. And the games, I mean, he's averaging 5.39 yards per carry through his illustrious 23-game career. But you can't. You got to take that with a grain of salt because you don't know how the game was like played out. You know, he might have been going garbage time. Kansas so, I mean, was a seventeen to fourteen game, and they won. Arizona did right. with nineteen carries and a hundred yards. Fair enough. I mean, he's so obviously... so AJ's saying start Kerwin. He's going to take you to the championship. Book it. Yeah, that's basically what I heard him say. I'm hearing CJ's actually. Uh, no, but like I'm like CJ like in a situation, him. I have a situation where I have Pierre Garcon, who I still really like this week, but they're playing Seattle. So, so I'm going to take Kerwin Williams and start him in my flex over Pierre Garcon, just because I can't I can't get over that matchup. The Colts versus, you know, for for a running back. Yeah, I know you love you love me for that, mm-hmm. but but it's it's a no brainer for me. And and whatever Garcon could very well catch a touchdown and make me look really stupid. But just for safety in a flex position, I, I would rather start a guy like Kerwin. But. And that's that's enough about enough injury news, enough sad news. Um, CJ Fedorowicz is on the IR after he got a concussion. More injury news. But... Oh, okay, no more injury, sad news. That's basically all of our news is going to be injury, sad news. So, well, forget the sad news. We got another question: Who's the most overhyped player after week one? The most overhyped player after week one has got to be Tariq Cohen. It's got to be for me. I mean, he's he's. A little bit bigger than Darren Sproles. I mean, he's he's lightning quick. I, I mean, I watch him watch the game, but I don't know, man. It's just such a perfect example of week one fantasy football. People are selling their homes to try and get Tariq Cohen, and he's the second running back on the Chicago Bears offense with Mike Glennon at the helm. You don't think it's we need to... No. I think, I think the most overhyped is the Jaguars' defense. It's not one player. It's the entire defense. Ooh, I like that. I like that take. I mean, uh, Jordan Howard can't catch out of Chicago, so that's why they have Cohen. That's well, they could 
line them both up in the backfield. Like, I I could see Cohen leading the team in targets and Howard leading the team in carries. Like, they could just sort of like that. Just kill everybody out of the backfield and not throw it to a wide receiver besides Adam Shaheen. That's tight end. I think that once defenses start, I think that after this this first week, now that people, now that teams are seeing how they were using Tariq Cohen, I mean, Glennon was, Glennon had plenty of other looks where he had mm-hmm. open receivers, but he was going straight to Tariq Cohen. And I mean, right. he was, he was going straight to him. He was his first look and is the only look he took. And, you know, there's a lot more out there for him to look at other than Tariq Cohen. <laughs> and, and if they, you know, just start cutting him off, who knows? I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Glennon, and I'm just not a big fan of trying to invest in the second running back in the Chicago Bears. Can you, you know? name me a, a wide receiver that's on the Bears other than Kendall Wright? Josh. Josh Bellamy. Bellamy. Ooh, right, what's up? Deontay Thompson. I was asking Joel. I already knew you knew. Deontay Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, but obviously that's what I'm saying. They don't. I mean, they don't have a lot going on. But dude, it's just crazy. It's week one. I mean, we got to pump the brakes. Chicago is is a team that we were just talking about maybe being the worst in the league, and now we want to get on the hype train for their second best running back. It's just a little much for me. For uh, okay, best case, just... best case scenario, he's Tevin Coleman. That's best case scenario. And. I don't know, I... I just and he is not plays. Tevin Coleman. They're, they're not even close to the same type of player. I mean, Tevin Coleman is, is, is has to have at least 30 pounds on Tariq Cohen. I mean, he looks just, just so much bigger. But, but I digress. Keep, uh, keep an eye out for Tanner Gentry on the, uh, in the Bears' wideouts. He's, they, they just brought him up in the practice squad. Uh, a rookie wide receiver. Good, good size, good hands out of Wyoming. I mean, they've got nothing else lining up. So they might as well give the kid a chance. I, I think he could, you know, he could surprise and hold his own. He's not gonna, you know, dominate every week and be a Nook Hopkins or anything like that. But in the so Bears' like offense, where it's like could be. I mean, it's you know being optimistic, but you, know, you think if a kid come off the practice squad, he's gonna be a bum piece of shit. But the kid might be able to hold his own, and they've got nobody ahead of him that's really locked in at playing time. So. I think the first thing they got to do is get their best quarterback in their starting, which is Mitchell Trubisky. So Jim McMahon, Jim, oh. <laughs> yeah, smoking actually Miami. What? No, definitely not. Got to get smoking Jay back. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, moving on, moving on with the with the sad day injury news. Um, AJ, how you feel about that great trade, Darby? Now out four to six with a dislocated ankle, four to six weeks. Sorry, I heard they're gonna cut it off. Kill us. Tyreek Hill is just about to run a wild madman all over that defense come Sunday. Yeah, it's it uh it's going to be interesting to see if Alex Smith takes shots like he did this past week. But yeah, definitely definitely downgrades that that Philly defense. Um, it, it's man, it sucks because I'm we just saw a lot of good players go down for four to six weeks, quote unquote. It's funny how. Four to six weeks is always the initial prognosis for almost everybody, it seems like. And then we go from there, four weeks go by, and then it's four to eight weeks. And then, you know, I mean, we we all know how this goes. A guy that we think is, is going to be back in a couple weeks ends up not playing another game the whole season. So 
it's we'll, we'll monitor it week to week. But AJ, obviously, you keep us posted on on what that uh, that Darby situation is. Yeah, that's a disappointing subject. So we're not going to talk about that for the next <laughs> month. Are they bringing up uh, Rasul Douglas? Yeah, he's actually going to start. And Darby had an interview in the locker room and was like, they asked him if he's going to coach up Douglas, try to help him, you know. And, you know, when players go down, they don't want to lose their spots on the team or their starting jobs. But he said that he was going to try to coach Douglas and make him the best player he can be. So only Lord can can keep that one going, keep our corners from being burnt toast. Douglas is good. I liked him coming out of the draft. He's got good size. He doesn't have elite deep speed, but he's he's the comps coming out of college were to Richard Sherman, and I think that's pretty fair. I mean, so he's smart. He's a ball hawk. Cornerbacks that you wanted. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know why he was so far down the depth chart that they felt that they needed to add Darby, but um, I, I I like him. He's got good potential. Well, because Sidney Jones is out for. A little right. bit, and they want to develop him instead of throw him in the fire and get baptized by everybody that he goes against. And Patrick Robinson held his own. I mean, that's a oh. player. He did all, he did all right last last week. That's a dumpster fire. Anyways, and that was and that was talking Eagles with AJ Flores. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to more sad news. A Rob's done for the year. It sucks because this was a this is a guy that we've been talking about. Not we, but everybody in the fantasy community has been debating over literally since the season ended last year. And you know now people who didn't like him are going to say they were right because he got hurt and was done for the season. And you know that's that's not right. A guy getting hurt doesn't doesn't make you right on him. But I don't. I'm not sure if after that whatever we saw that first week from Jacksonville, whether or not it really hurts Jacksonville's offense all that much i mean clearly their game plan is what we thought it was they're just gonna run the piss out of the ball with fournette and hope hope blake bortles has to pass it as few times as they can fournette's not gonna hold up all year if they do this he's gonna no. break down no he's not i agree it's Glass it's tough angles. for what's well, it's tough for any running back any rookie running back to come in and do that much less a guy that has had injury history that Fournette that Fournette had uh, in college, but everybody's all of a sudden saying now that Alan Hearns is the number one wide receiver to own, and that you should go out and get him if you owned a Rob. What uh, we'll start with you, Nick. What do you think? Pass. I'm not a <laughs> uh, Rob. A Rob was the only guy that I wanted on that team, running back, quarterback, r- anything. Uh, Hearns, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, no. Not not Westbrook, not nobody. Nah, Westbrook's I'll punt. Hurt, like right now, I think he's on IR. Yeah, so. he is. Or Maury or Marquise Lee. Yeah, pass. Marquise Lee was 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 their number one receiver last year, but he, uh, I don't know. It's it's a completely different offense, like we said, and it's it's just tough for me to imagine Bortles coming out and really them wanting to throw to him an incredible amount. Bortle's going to Bortle. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, AJ? Anybody here you really care about targeting after A-Rob's out? I mean, if I really wanted to target somebody, it probably would be Hearns, just because he had all those touchdowns two seasons ago and A-Rob was having two. a stellar year. I mean, Two years ago. He was, he was hurt last year. He was hurt last season. So, How deep does your bench have to be before you think, okay, I'm really going to add Alan Hearns? 
Like it's got to be. Pretty, it's it's in yeah, in yeah. redraft in redraft. It's got to have to be pretty deep. In dynasty, I mean, you know, with, with rosters that go, yeah, with rosters that go twenty five thirty. Obviously, he's probably not on the waivers. But and you're not going to make a move for him. No, you're not going to make a move for him. Uh, but at the same time, in, in redraft leagues, if you're in a 14, 16 team PPR, Alan Hearns is absolutely worth a flyer then. But in, in a regular, you know, 12 team, you know, even PPR, I'm not sure. I mean, I'd pick up Aguilar over him. I'd pick up, uh, I mean, you know, just just for pure upside, because that's that's what you're looking for when you're trying to take a guy. I mean, that's why you call it a flyer. You're not looking for somebody that that has a nice floor that you're hoping will get you six points. You want that guy that's going to come in and maybe have a six, seven touchdown upside. And I'm not sure. I mean, Hearns does have that, but I mean, we already just saw Aguilar score a couple the first week. I'd rather try and take a chance on somebody scored. Or sorry, he scored one. That's right. That's right. Are you starting Aguilar? Like, are you, that's another confident thing. Are you, are you confident starting Aguilar? Are you confident no, no. starting Hearns? No, I'm not, but I'm much more confident in Carson Wentz than I am Blake Bortles. Is, is yeah, kind okay. of my, yeah. I would much rather associate, you know, a late, especially because Aguilar does kind of have a path to be the number two receiver. And in a, what seems to be a pretty pass happy offense, they don't really have a, any running back at the time. I, I don't know, AJ, you could. We can go back to Eagles talk with you later, but it's uh, it's not something I want to spend too much time on. But uh, but all right, I guess we'll move on to more all sad right. news. No, no <sighs> sad news. We Moving got, on to more. All right, we got news. we got a question again. While we're on, okay, like, we'll Jaguar talk and everything and rookies. What uh, what Jaguar. team was that? What team Jaguars. was that? I don't give a shit what the name there is. Anyways, <laughs> the name here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's the name here? Jaguars. <laughs> we got. Pierre from our group wants to know if anybody is moving Kareem Hunt ahead of Cook or Fournette in their RB rankings for Dynasty. I honestly have not taken the time to think about that. That is a that is a tough question. Not Dalvin Cook. It's tough for me to want to move anybody above Dalvin Cook at this point mm-hmm. just because he's just got the line share, the workload ahead of him. Obviously, Minnesota's invested in him. They want him to be the dude. I mean, we don't see that often anymore in any offense, and and well, it's pretty clear. And Fournette does too, absolutely. But it's it's hard for me after one game to get that excited over Kareem right. Hunt. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's just not not who I am. I have to have more of a sample size, and I have to see more than one game. The first game of the season, yeah. you know, there's just so much. So I mean, we probably just saw. I will bet that we just saw his best game statistically of the season, first game of the season. I mean, it's it's going to be really hard for him to to duplicate that or do better. So it's it's almost downhill from here for Kareem Hunt, while Dalvin Cook and Fournette probably haven't seen their best week of the season yet. So it's it's hard for me to go based off of his absolute ce- ceiling for the season. I, you, you know, think, I don't want to judge him. Do you think Fournette and Cook – Top his best statistical week? No, no, probably not. But but when we're talking from a dynasty perspective, I'm not just looking for the best. You know, I mean, how, however how his four is this week, I want to see what I think he will be doing this time next year. And Kareem Hunt very well might be that dude this time next year too. But I'm know. not. I'm not the first week jumping to conclusions. What about you, Nick? You look like you want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, 
It's crazy because leading into the draft, you had Chris McCaffrey, you had Mixon, Fournette, Dalvin Cook, all up in that upper tier, and then Hunt was kind of, you know, he was he was, he was building some hype, but he wasn't quite in that echelon yet. But then now, I mean, after he blew up week one, you you've got him up there. But it's funny because Fournette is going to be the main focus for his team. Dalvin Cook is pretty much going to be the main focus for his team. Kareem Hunt is going to be the man. Like that's that's his team now. Um, makes good running backs. Right, but then Mixon isn't quite established as the lead dog there, and they still have plenty of other options. So he's he's not. It's not his team. And Chris McCaffrey, it's not his team either. So it's like you've got all of these really talented running backs, but. You've got the guys that are going to be featured more on their offense, so it, it's tough to to rank that because I mean, yeah, you're not going to drop Mixon and McCaffrey because they're so talented, but at the same time, Hunt's getting so many touches, he's becoming so like he's going to be the focal point of that team now. It's tough to to sort that out and to say, well, this person's better than this person because you know whatever. They're all one A, one B, one C, one D. Yeah, I agree. It's 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 such a cop out just to say that, and I'm 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 saying I 100% agree with you just saying that, but we haven't seen a year like this with right. running backs. I mean, we just have never seen this before, and it's so hard to try and say, okay, you know, who do you want the guy from zero to 100 that's uh, has a chance to be a 98 or a 97.8? I mean, it's it's almost like, well, I mean, they're so close. How can I really choose? Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's really tough but yeah from a dynasty perspective i can't i'm not judging i'm not rushing any decisions i mean absolutely hunt is right there in the mix with all of them but Mm -hmm. i've got to see some more before i jump to he's my number one running back in this class you know that's that's not i can't i think anybody that says that right now is just wanting to have some shock value just to give you some some insight here on what nfl.com saying for week two just purposes like to see where they're ranked Bell, Elliott, and Hunt are your top three, and rounding out your top 12 would be Fournette at 9 and Cook at 11 with Lynch at 12. Like, if you think about it, two years ago we had Gurley and Melvin Gordon come in the league. Last year it was Zeke. This year it's the clusterfuck of these guys. Next year you've got Barkley, you've got Geis, you've got Chubb if he gets his shit together. Like, there's going to be so much talent at the running back position it, it and a lot of these guys could be workhorse three down backs. So I know the league had kind of gone to a running back by committee kind of a format, but now with this influx of running back talent, it's it, it'll be really interesting to see how some of the older running backs kind of get figured out, even if they're like thirty years old, when that's usually not quite the end of the road for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much of an influx of talent that. It's going to push guys to the edge and like push them off rosters. Well, I think what we're going to see is a lot more teams trying to use running backs, like the Steelers have used Le'Veon, and in the sense of you know, and or Ty Montgomery. Everybody obviously wants a running back that can be a receiver, but we might see more receivers that maybe start to become running backs. You know, it's almost more valuable to have a guy that you can take out of the backfield and and audible out into the slot. And have him run, you know, run a route the same as as a receiver would. 
And right. I think I think that's what's becoming so much more valuable to have a running back that can do that, mm-hmm. and then to have a running back that's also you know a three a, a banger that uh, whatever uh, a good little Garrett Blunt. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it's tough to to see Ty Montgomery and think that you can do that with almost anybody because it's one thing to true. hold up against a corner in you know. Uh, on a run play like run block it's it's another thing completely to pick up a blitz this screaming six foot four yeah. six five linebacker or something coming to take your head off it, it, and it's aaron Rodgers. i mean he makes the run game right. easier. yeah my point know. is that my point is though i just think that that we're going to see more teams targeting running backs more often i mean look you know carolina has basically shifted their whole their whole offense. I mean, they Christian McCaffrey was the number one targeted player on their offense, mm-hmm. and that never happened. They didn't throw the ball like that to right. running backs last year, well, and and it's it's just it's it's something that the Chargers actually loved to do when they had Danny Woodhead, which was running the ball by passing it by mm-hmm. by throwing short passes. And it's obviously it's great for PPR, and we love it. It's what makes. So it makes uh, Sam Bradford look like he really uh, knows how to throw the ball <laughs> by just throwing those those short routes to uh, to Diggs and Thielen. But it's uh, it's something definitely that um this is a long roundabout way of saying Kareem Hunt's a good running back. <laughs> he's he's good. good. He's good. It's but but just pump the brakes. Wait before you're class, classifying him with Le'Veon and DJ and Zeke. Let's just see a couple more games. I'm, I'm putting Hunt over Fournette. And leaving him behind Cook. So you got Cook, Hunt, Fournette. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't hate it. I mean, there's no yeah. argument against it. You know. Um, so on second, to more. On to more sad news. Second part of the question. Is a two parter. Yes. Two parter. Another question. Is the buy low? Wait, is the second part George? of the question, or there's a it's two? A, it's another question. Is the buy low window on George Kittle closed now that McDonald is gone? No, because he. He hasn't had that breakout. Like he's a starter, but Jesse James is a starter, and I, I still don't know if I really trust him. Like it, until you see maybe two, yeah, two big games out of him or something, then I think the window's closed. But for right now, it's more of a we don't know what's going to happen, so take a flyer on him. Well, I mean, also we are talking about one of the easiest positions to stream, and you know I'm not. Like I don't think anybody's saying I have to go out and get George Kittle in my leagues. <laughs> like I don't think that's that's something that people are saying. But at the same time, I think a lot of people are thinking, "Oh, I'm going to sell high on him. I'm going to sell him for what a third, maybe a future second, 2019 second. And if you're hurting at tight end and you're, I mean, maybe trying to 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 uh, make a little push this year, I don't. I don't hate trading for George Kittle. I mean, he's he'll be fine. He'll he'll you be do a lot tight, worse. Yeah, I mean, he'll be a tight end too. I mean, he's gonna get all the targets. And I actually I've got him in a lot of leagues just because he yeah. was he was so so cheap. I, I targeted him in a lot of leagues too. But I mean, at the same time too, if you can sell him for the right price, I'm selling him. If if you offer me oh, a future, yeah. if you offer me a future first rounder for almost for, well, for so for almost any tight end, almost any tight end. I, I would do that. Tight end, like the if you don't get one of the top five guys, like the the variance in points is it's it's minor. I wouldn't even. So, I, I would go but, so so much farther than that. <laughs> but I will say that the learning curve 
for a rookie tight end is a lot steeper than it is for other positions. Mm-hmm. So your Evan Ingrams, who I'm pretty high on, um, your Kittles, your Njoku's, you know, uh, even your OJ Howard, it's there's a lot of hype because you know they're in the number one spot or you know mm-hmm. they're they've got athletic ability, but you've got to give them a couple weeks to get acclimated to the speed of the game to get, you know, cause they miss a couple blocks. They're going to be sitting on the bench and you're going to have some other turd in there. Yeah. So it, it you just gotta be careful with how much hope you're putting into that position. Absolutely. It's such a high variance position and the number 30th tight end this week could end in the top 10 of tight ends next week. It, it's such a, such a variant. Such a high variance, or high variance position. But moving on to more sad news. It's yeah, it's what I'm news. it's what I'm it's what I'm all about today. Eric Berry, and this actually is is sad news. I'm obviously I'm a big Chargers fan. Hate the Chiefs, but Eric Berry ruptured his Achilles tendon. That that's shitty, man. That's shitty for that defense. It's it's shitty for football because. I don't care who you are. When Eric Berry is out there playing after everything he overcame, it's it's such a good story, and I hate seeing him hurt. And I really I hate who it for, you are. I really thanks, man. I really hate it for their defense, and I think it is a big impact on their team. What do you What do you think, AJ? Uh, you've been just sitting there staring at your phone for like forty five minutes. So yeah, what's um, up with that? I mean, the Eagles are going to actually have a chance to throw the ball against somebody that's not Marcus <laughs> Peters. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's good for this week, but that's a big blow to their secondary. Eric Berry's one of their leaders out on the field, and after, like you said, everything he's battled through, I think he had lymph, like some kind of lymphoma or something. I don't okay. know. I yeah. some, I don't yeah, even some, know what it was. Some, some it kind of, I don't know. Yeah. It was a big yeah. one. Yeah, the Chiefs just took another one. It's cool. The Chiefs just took another one. Yeah. So. Yeah, so God, we it's hard to root against the guy. I mean, he, yeah, he's he's a badass. Yes, I regardless of who you root for, him and James Conner, everybody wants wants to see right. him. Well, you can't help right. it for, with those guys. Well, moving on to AJ, just had to work this one in. It's he just thinks it's going to happen, and it's not. Josh Gordon has been working out and rehabbing since June twenty first. And he's been in rehab since June 21st, correct? Is, is that? He's been in that, rehab since June 21st. He's, he's been, been in rehab working. since June 21st. And he gets out September 21st. AJ, you take this one. I don't even know what to say. Whatever you want to say on this one, bud. Flash Gordon's going to be back. That's all that needs to be said. He'll be back in the league. He'll come on a team that if the Browns don't keep him, he'll end up somewhere where he could win a title, and that's what he's <sighs> going to do. And he's going to end up in New England for a year. With Tom Brady. I was just going to say, if anybody's going to take a risk, it's going to be New England. It's going to be... It's either going to be New don't... England or Kansas City. We're going to give you five bucks, and that's okay. it. Okay. I, AJ, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, I, <laughs> I, I hate that take. I hate that take so much. Josh Gordon I mean, I hate been, your take so he's much been, that... He's been eating donuts. He's been eating, he's been eating donuts for two years. And, you know, you, you're assuming that he's going to come out and do what he did in the best season of his entire life. And it's really hard for me to imagine that. Anybody. I mean, 
you know, we were we were so concerned about what Marshawn Lynch was going to be doing this year, which I still am, and he was retired. He was retired from football for a year. Josh Gordon hasn't played on the field in now almost four years, so three years. So it is. It's really really tough for me to imagine he's going to come back, be Flash Gordon, catch a bunch of touchdowns, and win a Super Bowl. <laughs> That's the tough sell for me there, man. Sorry. I mean, when it happens, then you'll be like, "Well, I doubted you." <laughs> and you know what? You can say you told me so. I, I'll I'll have no problem here. That's fine. Yeah, he's well, played three years, and he had one breakout year, and that that. That was it. That was it. Yeah. That was with a bunch of shitty quarterbacks. Well, let's yeah, move this on. Is Cleveland. So, yeah. Let's move on to to week two of the NFL season. Oh my gosh, guys, it's going by so quick. Can you believe it? What's up, seven and eights? <laughs> I uh, oh, you're 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 really taking a lot of credence into this first week, AJ. Yeah. Let me tell you, I gotta you, take you're, it while I can give you're, it. You're soaking in. Yeah, you're soaking in. You're uh, you're nine and six, right? Yeah. Right. I heard you love taking it while while you can give it. Is that what you just said or something? No, I'm gonna take but, all uh, this in while I can give it back out. Oh take. gosh! Oh, there's so many things. So um, Nick oh I, man! Nick and so many I things in your seven mouth. And no, no, you're the one taking it. So Nick and I are seven. This and eight. is a family podcast. Correct. We're both seven and eight. Nick. Yeah. You, you, Fucked up family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Uh, this is like like freaking Thanksgiving dinner with my family. <laughs> but. Anyways, I I I was seven and eight. Nick was seven and eight, and AJ, you were nine and six. Congrats, you fucking legions! Thank you um, guys for taking the Chargers, dumbasses. So so it was on. a field goal away from tying it up. That's because Jamal get Charles needs here. to get off the you field. You were sweating. You were sweating bullets. Get out of here. It was such a terrible call that the game was lost by three points in the last seconds of the game. Yeah, I such icing the kicker. That icing the kicker was bullshit. I told you the week before that we recorded, I said, one score game, the home team wins. What happened? One score game, home team won. Yeah, but you're cocking off like it was a 40 to 10 win. Yeah. Get out of here. Go sit down. You're cocking off. <laughs> I love that term. That's my new favorite term. I'm stealing that. All right. So moving on to our Thursday night football game the houston texans at the cincinnati Bengals in paul brown stadium uh, i think this is going to be a thursday night stinker fellas i just do like it it reeks like it yeah. what do you what do you guys think who who you got in this one aj since you're the reigning champ Ooh. from week one you you started off let's hear your takes first taking the Bengals at home andy dalton can't be that bad two weeks in a row <laughs> i mean it's just Bengals fans would tell you otherwise, actually. They he, would. Can't, he can't be that bad two weeks in a row at home. I mean, the first week was a bunch of doozies. Like, I showed you guys before, my fantasy matchup had 25-50. to 50. Like, what kind of shit is that? Who scores 25 points? So, Bengals should win by two scores. Two scores. That's that's bold. Are you, sta- you, are you starting? Are you starting, I mean, running back-wise, are you starting mixing? I mean, what are you doing starting with that? Geo. Starting Geo. That's all starting. Obviously, you're starting AJ. What are you doing with Eifert after that After that first poopy week? I mean, Andy's got to make, make his name back. He's got to get his TD to interception ratio better. In my opinion, Eifert's a tight end. You roll out there every week. He, I mean, he's got two, two touchdowns. He's got, yeah, so I mean, he's got two touchdown upside any given week. you, you got to start him. Um, all right, Nick, I want to hear what, what do you think? Who, who got one in this one? 
Uh, I, I'll take Cincy, oh. but I, I'm I'm not super confident. I don't know. It, it's it's a mess either way. I mean, mm-hmm. Houston let the Jags walk all over them at home. I, I they shut that crowd up real fast. I don't yeah, know, but since he, since he, yeah, since he looked like shit too, so I, I think Cincinnati has enough to put it together better than Houston does. Like Cincinnati has more weapons, more uh, chutzpah than uh, <laughs> <laughs> than Houston does. Yeah, like, well, so you're taking Cincy. I'm taking Cincy. Do you both take Cincy? Well, I'm not doing this just to be contrarian. I'm taking the Texans just because wow. I can't wait to see Deshaun Watson come out and feed the ball to Lamar Miller. <laughs> and and granted, they have, I think, only one tight end starting this week. And he, not joking, I'm pretty sure, was signed to the team just a week or two ago. <laughs> but I take the Texans, and it's probably a terrible pick. But I, I like I like it. I just think I think the Bengals were bad, bad, bad last week, man. And they don't have one of their best defensive players. I mean, Perfect is still not playing. Correct. I'm correct. I'm. I thought I was correct on that. Yeah. And I just they they don't know. I mean, that offense looked like a mess last week. I and I it, like their. Uh, oh, sorry. They need no. to get back. They just need to get back to. Feeding AJ Green the ball, and if they can get back to that, then sure, I will be a lot happier. But man, that week one was bad, and Texans too. But I think the Jacksonville defense is is for real, and they are. I think they are a tenfold better than the Bengals at this point. Yeah, but I'll give you that. But I uh, yeah, so I t- I take the Texans. I'm, I'm starting Deshaun. Or I'm starting um, Nuke everywhere. He's he's still got all the targets coming to him, and uh, you know. Lamar no. Miller, he's I'm strolling him out too. The Texans don't have their starting left tackle still, Dwayne Brown. Mm. So it's it's tough to back a rookie quarterback in his first start if he does get the start with a subgrade left tackle when you you're going up against serious speed rush in Lawson and Willis. I mean it I don't know. No, I agree. I under, I agree with that. I just mean, you know, like for Lamar Miller, you got to start him every week. I mean, he where where you where you took right, him, and where right. you have him, you probably don't have a lot better options. And he's got that speed. You know, he's got that breakaway speed. He he's if he's, he gets loose, yeah, yeah. If he gets loose, he does. But all he needs is one play to get you enough points to satisfy for satisfy you for the week. So I think Thursday Night Football, we've covered everything we need to. I don't think it's going to be super exciting. I know we could talk about it all night, but these Thursday night games just don't excite me as much as I uh, as much as I can't wait for that 1 o'clock game to start. So moving on to the, to the least exciting 1 o'clock game, <laughs> maybe. Actually, I don't know. There's, there's a couple, couple stinkers in here. The Cleveland Browns travel all the way over to Baltimore to play all the, way. the Ravens. All the way over to Baltimore. And AJ, since you are the reigning champion of last week. How many times can we get reigning champion into this pod? Oh, oh it's going to be a lot because you just are so full of yourself over those two games. If we don't just, say it, you're going <laughs> to. Yeah, exactly. So. so who do you have in the matchup for the ages? The Cleveland Browns Steamers. versus the 
Cleveland receiver. I'm taking the Browns to the Super Bowl with this pick. All right, so you took the Ravens. I, I took the Browns. Take the Browns. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking I'm taking the, the Rook. He doesn't have a lot of game film on him. I mean, he kept it three-point game against the Steelers. Um, Corey Coleman's there. Crowell, Duke. Uh, Britt didn't do much last week, but they got a solid offense. They got a nice line. Their defense is still all right. I mean, even with without a without Joe Miles Garrett and and Miles Garrett, neither of them. And from there, I mean, yeah, they gave up a lot of yards in the second half to Brown, but he was pretty quiet the first half. And Bell didn't do a whole lot. Whether it was just because Steelers didn't give Bell the ball enough, or because he's not in condition shape to be out there yet. So, Nick? Nick, what do you think? Well, you completely took the wind out of my sails. I was going to go with the Cleveland Browns, and I figured I was going to be the only one that would. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they held uh, they held Pittsburgh to 21 points. They made it a game. Uh, it's, it's a huge improvement over where they were last year. Uh Baltimore's offensive line doesn't really wow me. They're they've got a muddled backfield that we were talking about before. I I don't know. I I, I don't see Baltimore as a, a confident team, and I, I think Cleveland can come in there and do some van damage. I mean, granted they're an eight point dog, but it's also I, one of those crazy division games that right. can go either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that you both are out of your mind. <laughs> I think that I think that I just saw. I think T says is going to come through this podcast and just give us both a nice like. I just saw what what a veteran. I, I just saw what what Andy Dalton looked like against that Ravens team, and for for me to expect a Shone Kaiser to go out against that that Ravens defense, to Shone to Sean. I don't give a fuck. Either way, I I have a tough time believing he's going to go out there week two in Baltimore and win this game. They're not they they are giving nine points to Cleveland, and I don't know, man. I I think that uh, I'll take Flacco points. on the Ravens. I'll take Flacco on the Ravens. I'll, so oh, I'll take the points. The I'll take the points. Whoa, whoa! I'll take the points, but I'll take you, the points you gotta, and straight you up. Gotta give me but you gotta give me the Ravens there. I mean, it's it's a no brainer for me. Um, so are you, are, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, who are we starting on the Ravens? You starting? Are you starting Buck Allen this week at all? Are you actually doing that? Or are we just we're just talking about picking him up. Flex, and we're not actually gonna play him flex, anywhere. Flexing. That's all. You, unless you're uh, in desperate it. need of RB two. Mm-hmm. I'm not flexing. I'm not starting. I'm, he's sitting on my bench until like unless I'm completely decimated, which in one league I kind of am, but. I'm not confident in how that's going to shake out after one week. You can't know how they're going to, like if they're going to rotate and play West a little bit more, the game flow is going to, you know, play out in West's favor more. You you just don't know. So all things considered, I can't be confident starting him. So I would rather, I'd rather start Kamara. Mm. We're not Uh, at the Saints right now, but all right. No, 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 I know. But that's that's the same. I agree. I I like, I like Kamara. I like Kamara a lot this week. What about you, AJ? What are you doing in the back? Are you starting Buck Allen or West? Or? I mean, somebody's got to touch the ball. They're going to have to run the ball to keep whatever's there of the Browns' front seven 
off of Joe Flacco. So they're going to have to try to keep some type of ground game going. It's going to be some right. kind of committee. I see a 50-50 timeshare until somebody gets a hot hand. So you're okay with, like, I don't know, 10 carries, 12 carries? If he gets 12 carries, like 40, 50 yards and a touchdown, I'm cool with that. So you start West. What happens if, well, I mean, yeah, we could play the what-if whatever game. So I think, right. I think that the only one – I wouldn't start Buck Allen yet – I would start if I had to as a low and flex. I'd start Terrence West just because of touchdown upside. You're playing the Browns at the end of the day. I know that they're much improved, but there's the Ravens are going to score at least two to three touchdowns this game. And you know, Cru- or uh, Cruel. I, I always I always associate Cruel and Terrence West together because they remind me so much of one another. They were <laughs> teammates. Yeah. I know, and they are just and they yeah, and they are just just such similar running backs. But I, uh, yeah, I, I think Wes is the only one I would start here. But, but yeah, I mean, I uh, probably not starting Duke Johnson. You guys, I think you start, you start Crowell. But it's, uh, it's not that, not that exciting of a game. There was talk about Duke playing in the slot, and he didn't get a touch, or he didn't, yeah, he didn't get a carry at all. Mm-hmm. He had, I think, three targets. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He didn't do much, but I'm curious to see how he was going to play that out. If he's going to move him around a lot more, or if he's going to keep him in the slot, or how that's going to play out. So something to keep that an eye out for. Plan specific. Yeah, I mean, like it's week one, so we don't know. Like mm. week two, week three, we'll have a better idea of how it's going to play out. But right now, it's just a crapshoot. Very interesting. We you all take the Browns with the first one o'clock game. Well, New, let's move on. Central time. Let's, New. let's let's move on to the to what I think is probably the other stinker of a one o'clock game. Uh, the Buffalo Bills go to go to Carolina Panther go at Carolina Panthers at Bank of America Stadium. Um, going to at the Panther Stadium, whatever. I butchered that. Nailed it. I don't Nailed care. It. I don't I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're doing great. Keep so what are you uh, what are you? What are you guys taking, AJ? Since you're the reigning champion, you go ahead. AJ, uh, you're the you. you're the reigning champion, right? You don't know the, 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 the that? week. The Nick, weekly yeah. champion. The reigning champion for the week. For the, yeah. for the week. Okay. Okay. For the week. Yeah, I didn't. I, didn't, I had no idea. Um. Huh. So who, who are you taking here? Uh, Buffalo, Carolina. Who's your pick? Carolina run game is going to be all day long. Smash mouth from Stewart and McCaffrey. There's not going to be a whole lot going on passing wise because the Bills have an awful run defense and. JHI can run across that defense for 400 yards in two games. So there's my take, short and sweet. Panthers, easy. Hmm. Joel? Um, you know, as much as I'd love to be contrarian here and take the Bills and say that Tyrod, usually, I mean, Tyrod's played them very well in the past. Um, can't do it. Uh, I'm going with, with Super Cam. I hate calling that. I don't know why I said uh, that. I don't know why I said that. I know. I hate myself immediately after I said that. But I'm going with I'm going with Cam. And uh and honestly, I'm a believer. The Cam McCaffrey show after week one, man, it it looks like it's for real. McCaffrey is is just gonna get fed and they're gonna run all over the bills. Hmm. What about you, Nick? Yeah. I mean I can't I can't pick against that. Um it, Carolina's it's ball control offense. It I don't know Buffalo. They can't do crap. I mean, if Tolbert actually 
snuck out quite a few carries, which kind of surprised me. I didn't think he was going to get quite that many touches and that many between the 20s, to be honest. But the rest of the offense, I was hoping Zay Jones would be more included, more of a part of the offense, but he wasn't. It was pretty much all Charles Clay, mm-hmm. and that's not going to get the job done against Carolina. Moving on to the Arizona Cardinals at Nick Brown's Indianapolis Colts. Right in mind. This is uh, really a game for the ages. Everybody can't wait to see who's going to start. Scott Tolzine or Jacoby Brissett, can't you hear the excitement in my voice? If it was a Chargers, you'd be freaking out. Get out of here. But it's not. So, Nick. They planned his <laughs> 4 o'clock time. Actually, you know what? AJ, we'll start off with you. What are you? Who are you he's taking here? Champ. He's the reigning champion. He is the reigning champ. He is the reigning champ from last, from last week. So you go ahead and start us off, champ. The shit show of week one. <laughs> Starting with the Colts. Not going to be good. Uh, Jacoby's going to start, hopefully. Hot take. Hot um, take. Cardinals are going to wreck them, this Colts defense, just like the Rams did. And you're going to want to start Fitz and... Kerwin Williams and Ellington and call it a day. Bob, you're going to want to start Ellington and Kerwin Williams? Yep. That's a hot take. I don't hate it, though. It's, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard AJ say. By far. That's, so, yeah, okay. Joel, who are you taking? <laughs> I, I hate to do this to you, Nick, but... Uh, uh, Nick, that's cool. I actually, I love to do this to you. I'm taking the Cardinals all day. We're going to see Carson bounce back this week. He's probably going to throw at least I, – I will, I will bet you both one haypenny that Carson Palmer throws throws at least two touchdowns against the Indianapolis Colts, at least. That's not bold. Can I two take touchdowns? the under? Well, it's pretty bold seeing as how that's a lot less than he threw last week. So, you mean a lot you know. more? I mean – it wouldn't be the under because if you're taking the bet, because he's going more than two touchdowns. So if you take the bet, you would be taking the under. Yeah, you'd be taking the under. So that's all. That's all. That's cool. That's cool. This is this is uh, learning betting with AJ Forrest. <laughs> this is betting one hundred and one with Joel Davis. <laughs> I'm not. See, I take not I take the cards. It sucks. It's I mean, without DJ, obviously they take a hit, and I'm I'm almost positive. Let me check. One second, this is good radio. That the Cardinals had John Brown was hurt, but he likely will play. Um, but DJ Humphrey, Humphreys, their tackle is still not going to play. So it's still they still got obviously with David Johnson being hurt. It's it's not the Cardinals team that everybody is is used to in the last year, and it's going to be ugly. And I would take take the points honestly because the Cardinals are favored by seven, but. Yeah, I think, think Colts are going to lose this one. What about you, Nick? Uh, yep, taking Indy. Shocker uh, special. I know, right? Uh, Brissett's going to start. He well, I don't know. They're they're splitting the team. They're splitting the first team reps between Tolzine and Brissett. I don't know why. It Peterson's going to be shadowing Ty Hilton, but I think Moncrief. And Aiken aren't terrible. They might do, you know, a similar job to what Galladay and Marvin Jones were able to do. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm saying they have the potential to do 
do that. Um, DJ being out is bad. There's no way to understate that. Um, it, it's going to come down to Carson. Kerwin uh, Williams doesn't do anything for me. It, Ellington doesn't do anything for me. Chris Johnson doesn't. The Colts run defense, granted it was against L.A., but they didn't look inept like they had the past year or two or three or seven. So I I think, I I don't know, I I think Indy, as a seven-point dog, has a decent shot to not lose by 37,000 points like they did last week. Now, Vontae Davis is not playing, correct? Correct. That that hurts. <laughs> that does hurt. It does. It it does. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and move on. I think we've talked enough about Indy, Indy for at least another week. <laughs> so let's let's move on to the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, this one's in Jacksonville. It's honestly going to be a better game, I think, than. We would have we would have thought it would be before last week, anyways. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start off. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans. We're going to see Mariota come out. We're going to see that exotic Smash Mouth. We're going to see Demarco run the ball. He's going to run run down Jags' throats. I don't care how good everybody thinks that defense is. Um, it's it's going to be. I think it's going to be a hard fought game. We're not going to see an incredible amount of points. Um, you're you're starting obviously you're starting Fournette, uh, you're starting Demarco. I'm I'm still starting Corey Davis a lot of weeks. I, I like him. I like his his upside in, in PPR leagues. I'm starting Corey Davis. I, I should say. Um, obviously not as my wide receiver one, but I I like him good enough as a flex. But it's uh, it's definitely a game that that people are going to be a lot more surprised about. I think than than just taking it on the two team names. What do you guys think? AJ, Mr. Reigning Champion. AJ, Mr. Reigning Champion. <laughs> it's, it is a division game. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be low scoring. I mean, all division games are usually real bad or really, I mean, like, real bad scoring-wise, real good competition because they see each other two times a year. Um, but I still think Titans pull it out, and that's about it. I think it's probably going to be like a 20 to 17 game this is the closest line of the week uh by the way just just so you all know they're giving tennessee or tennessee is giving one and a half points to the jags so they are they are technically favored to win but it's definitely definitely the closest one of the week the over-under is 43 and a half i don't know where they're getting that many points from it's gonna be like a 17 to 13 game Mm mm-hmm it's it's definitely going to be a dogfight. So who's you, who are you taking in this one, Nick? Tennessee. Taking Tennessee? Is that it? Moving on? We're done talking about it? Yep. Start your studs. All righty. Yep, start your studs. I Always. I, I went too long with the Indianapolis talk, so i got to shut up for the rest of the time. <laughs> well, well, then let's move on to Philadelphia Eagles at Kansas City Chiefs. AJ can go ahead and talk for about Mr. Champion. Mr. Rain Champion. Champion. Who are you taking in this game? As much as I... Would go away from fandom. I'm still taking the Eagles, but I think the Chiefs do have a lot of explosiveness on offense, and that's going to be the difference because Hill and Hunt, Andy knows Doug Peterson and knows most of his game plans. I would assume it hasn't changed too much in a whole year of 
being away. So still taking the Eagles. And Nick, your thoughts? Uh, going Kansas City. Screw it. In Arrowhead, I'm going Kansas City. It's it, I, it makes a big difference. It, it does, especially especially in Arrowhead. That's one of the toughest stadiums to go in and play in the NFL. But uh, but yeah, I'm starting Tyree Kill, starting Kareem Hunt. Uh, don't expect Alex Smith to get you 30 points like he did last week. It's it's not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I think other than that, I'm starting all Sean. And if you gotta start Nelson Aguilar, then I feel sorry for your team. So that's that's about all I have to say about that game. What about you guys? Any other news and notes? Start some Carson. Start start some Carson, huh? Yes, start some Carson. Well, you uh, can you go ahead and do that, and you let me know how that works out for you, buddy. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, moving on to what we all hope is the most exciting game of the week, which has the highest point total and should be, which are two of our favorite fantasy teams, New England Patriots in New Orleans uh, against the Saints. What do we uh, what do we think for this one? Are we going to take the Super Bowl the reigning Super Bowl champs? Actually, speaking of reigning champs, AJ, why don't you go first and share the yes. reigning champ from last reigning week. champion AJ. Patriots are going to come out this time hopefully not looking like a bunch of bums against Kansas City Chiefs and put up some points that we're accustomed to seeing them do, especially against that awful Saints defense that made Sam Bradford look like a god. Nick, what about you? What do you think? Brady's going to be fucking pissed. And <laughs> they're going to come down the field, and it's New Orleans. They have a shit defense. New England's going to kick the shit out of them. Yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with that take. I think this could be this could be the bounce back when we see two touchdowns from Brandon Cooks when he just takes the top off that that Saints defense. Um I believe the Saints are getting six and a half points, yeah, according to according to one sports book. I would take I'd take the Patriots all day with that. I think they might end up beating the Saints by two, maybe three touchdowns. I mean it's they might just take them out back and just just beat the shit out of them. It's just gonna be dirty, I think. So another landslide. I, I think another landslide. I do. Stevie Nicks. Steve Nicks. <laughs> another landslide. I do. I do love that. I can't can't lie to you, Nick. Uh, so moving on, I think I think we all know who to start in New England. Um, you start all four running backs and you log out, right? No. Yeah, I I don't think so either. I think that maybe maybe you start Gillisley. Moving on, White. Um, maybe start Gillisley for touchdown upside. Um, PPR, I would. I still don't hate Rex Burkhead. I know that he burned a lot of people last week, but he's he's just as viable as as I think any of them are. You're going to see 17 running backs touch the ball in this game between the the three or four that New Orleans has and the 77 that Seven, yeah. New England has. It's it's going to be there really so is, tough to predict. There actually there really is a real chance that. That seven different running backs on two teams could have like five plus touches. Right. It, it's it hands off. I screw it. I mean, the only one that I would start with even a little bit of confidence would probably be Kamara, just because mm-hmm. New Orleans is probably going to be down, and he got the most touches last week while they were, when they were down. Most snaps so too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I think that would 
probably carry over into this week as well. But Burkhead, White, Lewis, AP get bent. Um, Ingram, uh, uh, I'm not going to be confident with any of those guys. Get bent. Yep. I'm still I'm still an Ingram believer. I, I've got him in my starting lineups in a lot of in a lot of dynasty leagues. Uh, I just think he's super talented, and I know Sean Payton hates him, but I don't give a shit. He's he's the best running back in that backfield. So let's move on, as Nick likes to say all the time, to the Minnesota Vikings at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, what do you think about this one, reigning champ AJ? Going to going Mr. to Heinz Field. Reigning champion. Mr. Reigning champion, what do you think? Steelers moving to two and zero. Bell and Brown are gonna eat. Typical. Bradford's gonna have to throw. Diggs and Thielen are gonna get their points, but they're not gonna keep up, even though that defense of the Vikes slowed down Breeze. Still taking Steelers at home. Big Ben's just a lot better. Joel, second place. Hi. Uh uh, tied what? for second place. Uh, I'm going to tie. Yeah, tied. Reigning second place. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually. I don't like this, but I I gotta go with. I mean, you always go with your gut, right? When you're betting and when you're talking about sports. <laughs> Just kidding, kind of. I'm going with. I'm going with Minnesota. I, uh, I liked. I knew you. Were I an liked. Idiot. Man, I liked. I liked what I saw. He knew I was an idiot. Well, if you're just now figuring that out, friend, then you're the idiot. Um, I like, I like, I listen. I hate Sam Bradford, and I think he's not a good quarterback. But he looked like a real quarterback last week, and he was making some really good throws. And man, if the Browns can make the Steelers look that baffled, um, I don't know what Minnesota's going to do this week. Nick, what about you? I don't know. I hate Minnesota. Not a fan of Pittsburgh, but little brother's gonna like it because I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh. If the ground doesn't open up and swallow both teams, uh, I, I'd probably go with Pittsburgh. I think it's gonna be kind of a similar deal to New England, where Roethlisberger's gonna be pissed and they're gonna come out and just put the hammer down. I mean, Minnesota's defense is good, but I think when you get Bell and Brown rolling, it's it's tough to and slow Bryant. it down. And Bryant forgot Bryant. If you get Bell and Brown rolling, then it's going to be tough to slow them down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, Big oh, Ben's man. also you historically could... bad away from home, so there's another reason why it's oh. real bad in the Browns. Oh, if you if you could have seen Nick's face, he just he just killed AJ with with his with his eyes. It was great. <laughs> All right, in the last game we're going to cover for the one o'clock slate. Will be the Chicago Bears at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, what do you all What do you all think about this one? Rating champ AJ. Rating champion. Like champion. You like here? You like here, man? Uh, taking the Bucks. Week and a half to prepare. Starting Jizrod, Mike Evans, oh, Cameron Bray, so and Jameis Winston, and oh, maybe what? some Tariq Cohen flex if I'm desperate. Oh, I'm Nick. With a different nickname for that. Yeah. Name. Come on, bro. Come so, on, what with the jizz rod? Stop oh. it. So, Nick, who are you taking here? <sighs> so bad. I hate uh, it so bad. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tampa. Uh, they're gonna uh, they're gonna have an easier time moving the ball. Their offense is a little better. Like it's Chicago's gonna want to run the ball. Tampa's gonna want to pass the ball. 
but Tampa's defense is better than Chicago's. Uh, I want to go to Chicago, but I'm going to go Tampa. I I pretty much agree with everything both of you said. So <laughs> that never happened, and it probably never will again. Um, What's yeah, that you say, I'll, Nick? I'll f- maybe flex street cone a little bit, but Bucks have had way too long to prepare for this for me to bet against them. So it's it's Tampa Bay for me. And now a word from our sponsor. Check out Pristine Auction, where there are daily auctions with no minimums. So get your autographed memorabilia needs at pristineauction.com. All right, right, so now now that we're finished with the 1 o'clock games, let's move on to the less exciting 4 o'clock slate. Sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but I get so amped up, and I love these 1 o'clock games. It's like touchdown, touchdown, everything's happening. And then 4 o'clock hits, and it's just so slow. It just feels like like everything's just gone down a peg. I fell asleep during the late games last night, or last week. (laughs) Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. So let's start off with a game that you all cannot, you're just so excited for the Miami Dolphins to go all the way across the country to Los Angeles to play, yes, you've guessed it, the Los Angeles Chargers. What do you think, AJ, reigning champion? Who do you have in this one? Reigning champion. Smoking Jay. The Gunslinger, DVP, Landry, Kenny Stills, and JJ. Those are all players. We're going to just kill... The Chargers, they're just going to do work. We don't want murder. They've had, just, they've had a week and a half to prepare, just like the Bucks have. They've already got their bye week, and now they're ready to whoop some ass. After to be fair, to be fair, Jay Cutler's had like four weeks to prepare, so that's that's about how long he's been on that team. So true, and he doesn't need to be in cardiovascular shape to play quarterback. And uh, I think that that good quarterbacks would disagree, done. but sure, sure. All right, so who are you taking, Nick? Not Joel. So, Chargers. Tonski. Taking charges and think Anthony Lynn's going to show us true colors this game. Uh, Chargers is a better team. Top to bottom. Soup to nuts. It's it's Chargers. <laughs> I, I agree. I really don't have a whole lot to say about this. Um, if it comes down to a field goal and old young Waiku or however you say his name, I'm honestly not sure. Um but if, if he comes down to it and he gets icy and misses it, you know, I, I can live with those losses because last week Chargers came back. They they gave their team every – or they had so many opportunities to win it. You, you can't blame a guy like that for losing a game. Now this week, if we lose by three points, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> it's just I think we're so much better team than the Dolphins are. Not not so much better, but but I think that, that having Jay Cutler at the helm, I know A.J., for some reason, you love smoking Jay, but he's he's not a very good quarterback. I just smoking don't think Jay's so. Good players. Yeah, I, I do not think so. <laughs> well, so let's. Wait, so are you going to call him smoking Jay Ajayi? Smoking Jay Cutler? I mean, what, how's that going to work out? Smoking Jay. That's going to be a Apparently. good tandem. There you go. Smoking Jay Ajayi. Apparently, everybody in Miami just really smokes a lot. Apparently, what? It is. So, moving on. So moving on. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll stay within the Chargers division and we'll go to uh, New York J- Jets at the Oakland Raiders, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. 
Uh, who do you who do you want to take in this one, reigning champion? Reigning AJ? champion. Got to roll with Oakland and Marshawn, and you start Crabtree, Cooper, the typical guys, you know, yeah. your studs. And then, why are we talking about this? Why? why I mean, it's know. not really something to start and talk about. I mean, you don't even start a jet besides maybe below Powell. But that's another subject for another time that that's, we don't need to talk oh, about. Yes. So, Joel, not Nick, who do you got? I take the Raiders. I believe this is the biggest spread of the week. You have, no, I lied. Tied. It's the second biggest, is the second, well, depending on the sports book, it's one of the biggest spreads of the week. Uh, Oakland is giving 13 points to the Jets, and I'm not sure it's enough. Uh, I take Oakland, and Amari Cooper is probably going to end as the number one wide receiver this week. How do you like that? And if you're starting Jets, you're doing fantasy football wrong. Go ahead, Nick. We'll let you talk to for a second. (laughs) It's Oakland. Let's move on. Good talk. So... Uh, we're gonna go to stay within the division again. I guess uh, guess we're gonna go to Dallas Cowboys at the Denver Broncos. It's in Mile High, and AJ reigning champion, Mr. Champion. What are what are you thinking with this game? We're taking the Cowboys, and we're rolling with it. Feed Zeke, not Des. <laughs> yeah. Who are you taking, Nick? I've. Oh, um, I don't know. It's a t- it's a it's a two point game. It, it's tough. Like, I um, I'm gonna go with the home team. Dallas like, Zeke's gonna eat, but I, I think Denver's gonna Denver's gonna move the ball enough and do just enough to to keep the home crowd in it and and win. You know, if I picked the Broncos too, that'd be two of us wrong. You know. AJ, just because you steal my jokes doesn't mean you're as funny as me. You know that, that right? That's not even our joke. <laughs> I know. So, uh, yeah, I think that this is I, – I agree with you, Nick, that it's definitely a game that could go either way. Uh, it's basically a coin flip. Um, I'm not – I just – I don't know. Trevor Simeon, I know he looked looked fine last week, but – I just think overall, I, I got to take Dallas. I have such more confidence in that offense and the team as a whole. Um, what team's uh, whole? The, the the Cole Beasley whole. Hey, did you guys know that Cole Beasley is the number one receiver for the Dallas Cowboys? Did you guys know that? Because it may not be in on the depth. It may not be on the, it may not be on the depth chart, but every game I've watched with Dak, it seems like. His number one receiver is Cole Beasley. That may not be everybody else's, but his number one sure seems like Cole Beasley. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just no, me. Like Terrence West last week. Or Terrence Williams. I don't think it was, it was Terrence definitely West. Definitely Terrence Williams last week. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know. It, they're more dump off. It's, like the, it's, it's a safety, like a safety valve just, receiver. Yeah, that's what I mean is that it's it's his, it's the guy, it's his go-to guy. I mean, it, it just seems like. I think then in PPR, Cole Beasley is one of the one of the safest plays um, on that team, or on the on the Cowboys. Sorry, even this week. Obviously, obviously, other than Zeke, uh, that's that's week? that's what I'm saying is that if oh. you're if you have to start, I would I would feel safer starting Cole Beasley than I would Des this week. I really would. Cole Beasley or Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. Cole yeah. Beasley or Ted Ginn. Cole Beasley. <laughs> 
Uh, Ted Ginn. Cole Beasley. Oh. Or Nelson Aguilar. Cole Beasley. No, Nelson. it's not close. Ugh. Cole Beasley. <laughs> or Jeremy Macklin. Cole Beasley. Oh, Cole Beasley or Dante Moncrief. Oh, man, these suck. I hate this game. Um, Cole Beasley. Don't hold me to any of these either. Moncrief. Go on, Monty. I do it. I do it. It would get him. Down in. Come on. <laughs> Come on. All right. So Cole let's... Beasley or Tariq oh, Cohen? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley or Ken Galladay? <laughs> Cole Beasley. Galladay. Galladay. I get Cole Beasley. All right, all right, moving on. All right, so let's – let's. On. All right, Cole Beasley or Antonio Brown. Oh. <laughs> all no right, brainer. so we've still, we've still got – we've still got two games. Uh, let's go to go to what I think is one of the most surprising lines of the week. Uh, we have the Washington Redskins going to Los Angeles and playing at the Los Angeles Rams. So, AJ, reigning champ, let's go ahead and start you off. What do you think about this one? Taking the Rams. Reigning champ. Hey, reigning, reigning champ. Who, who reigning are you champ. picking? Reigning champ. Reigning champ. Reigning, reigning champ. We're taking the Rams. And we are. We, we are. are taking the Rams. Okay. Um, well, I'm taking the Rams, I mean. And they might even actually have a sold-out crowd this week. And they're just going to do what they did last week with Cup and spread the ball around to three or four different guys with 50 yards and just get some tutties. Um, get, um, what was that? Get what? Some tutties, some touchdowns. Tutties. Tutties. That's a thing now. Okay, <laughs> tutties. All right, All right. Joel, not Nick. Joel? Yeah, yeah, Joel. <laughs> um, well, I think that this is interesting that the Rams are actually favored in this game by two and a half points. Oh, that's so great. I don't have the stat, but I know they haven't been favored in a game in... Uh, I would imagine of ever since Jeff Fisher was there now. So probably his first game since Jeff Fisher left, right? That they've been left, been, right? Uh, left, right. Since that they've been favored. It would have to be, but either way, I'm not going with the Rams. I'm going with the Redskins. I think we're going to see the, the true Rams come, come to fruition a little more this week. I still think they are a much improved team from last year. Don't get me wrong. I think that, that we're we're going to see actually Todd Gurley have a little more a little more uh, to do with the offense and Cooper Cup I believe I, I don't think that I don't think that their game plan is for Nick just Jer- his eyes <laughs> I just I, I don't think their their uh, their game plan is for Jared Goff to go out and throw the ball thirty to forty times a game I can't imagine it is but yeah I, I'm going skins here Nick I'm gonna go with the Rams. Uh, uh, Buddy of mine was asking me who I was going to start. If, if I'd rather start Sammy Watkins or Cup, I said I'm going to stick with Cup. Um, Oof. But, I mean, the kid's going to line up everywhere. You got Norman on the right side. He's going to pretty much take out where whoever's lining up on the right, which was Robert Woods last time or last week. So, uh, Cup is still in play. Watkins is still in play. Uh, Cup, he, he's got it. He's he's gonna be good. Yeah, well, he's already good, Somebody but I think that lead the league in receptions. Oh, that's a bit bold. That's a bit bold. But Aaron Donald coming back to the defensive line. It's a Wade Phillips defense. Yeah, they're the crowd's gonna be. I mean, 
they couldn't fill up a stadium there, there will be six dollar tickets so i there, think a lot there more will be a crowd oh, yes yeah. so what you're saying is they actually will have a crowd this time they're gonna have a crowd yeah and they're I, yeah I, I don't i don't hate i mean i'm the only reason i'm choosing the redskins is probably just because it makes me feel safe i can't uh-huh. i know I, I just in my heart of hearts i cannot sit here and take both los angeles teams in the same week <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't feel right you know it all of the, all of this game feels weird like a it's a two it and a half point swing rams are favored i'm picking the rams it, it's <laughs> it's it's weird it goes ever gets everything that yeah. i've, I've yeah. Well, let's let's go ahead and moving on. Move, move on to the San Francisco 49ers going to Seattle to play the Seahawks. This is going to be quick, right? It, it's, this, this should be quick. It's the biggest Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac, biggest spread of the week. Last yeah. night, this is, is roll. It, it definitely should be. Uh, I'm taking Seahawks. It's pretty simple. I'm not starting anybody on the 49ers this week. It's just not not worth it. I'm benching Hyde if I can. Um, yeah, Seahawks. What about you, AJ? Reigning champ. AJ. Reigning champ. Reigning champ. Starting the Seahawks. Um, anybody that's not a running back and taking the Seahawks and moving on with Nick's pick. Seahawks. Let's go. Alrighty. So let's move on to the Monday night game, which this is. They're setting us. Or Monday night. I'm sorry. Sunday night game. Uh, and this is. Uh, should be another. Another really it should be another really good one. We've got Green Bay Packers going to Atlanta and playing the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, <laughs> no, not the voice. The Dirty Birds. All right. The Dirty Birds. There you go. There we go. All right, reigning champ. What do you think? Reigning champ. Packers. Senior. Shootout comes down to the fourth quarter. Two score game for the Packers. Two score game for the Packers. Um. Any anything else? Any any special start sit? No, start nothing. Everybody. You're, you're start playing everybody. Everybody besides Tevin Coleman. <laughs> Why the Tevin hate? Yeah, I don't understand that. He's been really bad like the last five or six weeks of regular season play. Tough for me to correlate last season with this season like that, but I understand what you're saying. And they just Devontae. Had Five years, so they're just mm. going to keep feeding him. Interesting. All right. He doesn't even that. So I mean, it, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It's it's a rematch from last year. I think Green Bay is going to take it. Like they're Atlanta didn't didn't impress me. Against Chicago last week, uh, Green Bay's still potent. They're going to spread it out and light it up. It, it, it's going to be Green Bay. I am taking the Falcons. And I think it's mainly because Green Bay's defense is not very good. Uh, I think that the Falcons are just an overall better squad. Their their defense is one of the best in the league. Um, it's... It's obviously a game, like, like we said, it's, it could be a toss-up, but I, I just think the Falcons have have the, the better team. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I don't like betting against him, but it is what it is. It, it, this this one will probably end up blowing up in my face, but it's fine. I'm not, I'm not afraid to bet against 
the the Falcon or to bet with the Falcons. Are you saying that the um, Seahawks offense is bad then? If the Seahawks, the Green Bay defense is bad and they only gave up nine points? No, I just think last week was just was just an ugly first week. I mean, I'm not. It's tough for me to look at any one team and really take a lot away from last week. I mean. Right. I think with with the way they do preseason now, that we're going to see that more with the first week being a lot more defensive, defensively dominated than offense, just because it's it's harder to get an offense running at, at a high level the first week as opposed to a defense. It, it just is. But yeah, it's it's uh, Falcons for me. You both took the Packers there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you feel and real good about it. I I don't. I really don't like. I'm I'm looking back at their playoff game from this past year, and Atlanta knocked the shit out of them, they, forty-four they to twenty-one. Really bad, but Jordy was also like playing on short, like he had a broken rib and like the, the wild. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know. I think that evens it out. I think Cobb is going to be more of a factor. Uh, granted, he had eighty-two yards in that last game, but I I, I like Green Bay. Oh, I'll take him. I here's my only hot take for Green Bay. For the rest of the season, I think Cobb ends up a better fantasy receiver than Devontae Adams does at the end of this year. I felt like oh. that would have been a hotter take if you would have said, like, Jordy Nelson. If you would have said Jordy, yeah. then that would have been pretty bold. But Cobb was signed to, like, a four- or five-year deal back in, like, 2014 for a reason for, like, 90 – or not 90 million, like, 40 or 50 million for, like, 10 a year. Well, who cares about that? What does that have to do with him outproducing Devontae Adams? I mean, he was signed when get, Devontae was there. But I, but a contract to me does not. He was does paid not for have his any, production. He's already any. produced better than Devontae Adams has. Um, but Devontae Adams outproduced him last year. Cobb was also hurt last year. I don't put a whole lot of stock into the contracts and shit like that. I mean, I, I could see where you could think that it would play. A big factor, but I think when it comes but down then I to would, it, but then I could argue that on the same the same side. I could say, okay, he already got paid, so he doesn't want to work as hard because he already got paid. You see what I'm saying? I, I just don't. I don't agree with that argument money because is up. So now he's got to. He has to work. Otherwise, if he gets cut, he's not going to get that money. I would think they always want to work because that's they what I'm always saying. Cut. Exactly. That's I what mean, I'm saying. That's Hayden. my point. Is like, like I don't think that I don't think that that like maybe one or two, but. I don't think that any of these players, very many of them, are going out there saying, "Okay, I'm going to play harder this year." Harder, I said that really slowly. Um, are going to play harder this year because I need more money. Now, absolutely, a lot of them want more money and they want to produce. But you know, look at Lashawn McCoy. He's a perfect example of a guy that, I mean, sure they wanted to add more money to his incentives and, and they did. But why? I mean, he knows he's not going to win a Super Bowl, but yet. He's still out there running as hard as he can every game. He's just because he's a competitor. These guys are are the top athletes in the world, and they're all competitors. So I just I hate that contract argument. I hate it so much. I mean, I the do. Bills did sign him to an extension as soon as they got him in Buffalo. So pretty hefty price tag. But but you see you see my point though that that it's it's not just about the contract. It's it's like I don't think that you can go down. I mean, Odell Beckham is one of the cheapest receivers on his team. Actually, I think he's might be the cheapest mm-hmm. paid receiver on his team right now. So, you know, it's it's. I think it's easy to paint a picture that way, but I don't know. I so mean, that's, the the Jets signed Josh McCown to a 
whatever contract, but mm-hmm. there's nothing guaranteeing him playing time at the, you know, yeah. if he sucks or plays like Josh McCown, they could bench him for hack and or, or petty at any given time. They're not going to play him just because well, they paid him all that money. Contract too, so. A lot of contracts do play a factor in it if you get playing time and how you play them. I mean, and as at the end of the day, at the end years. of the day, okay, but at the end of the day in the NFL, there's not one coach that is going to play somebody over another player based on a contract. Brock that Osweiler, is, done. It, it, yeah, agreed. Okay, you're right. This argument's over. Whether, whether or not who won doesn't matter. It was me, but. Let's go ahead and move on to the Monday night 28 game. 28-3, Falcons. <laughs> Ooh. 28-3, Falcons. I like that. Oh, wait. Yeah, I get what it. Was it a Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right, we just, lost, we just lost all of our Atlanta listeners now, thanks to you. The whole city. Probably so won't have to begin go. with. All right, let's move on to our final game. Uh, the Detroit Lions go to... New York, New York to play the New York Football Giants. What do you think, reigning champ? Reigning champion. I'm taking oh, yeah. the Giants if Odell Beckham plays, which seems like they're very know, optimistic. Can't, can't say it. It's... I mean, I'm taking them regardless now because I've seen some news that Odell's like going to be playing. So I'm going to go with that flow. I hope that he does play. And I'm going to take the Giants, and hopefully that offense doesn't look like a dumpster fire like it did against Dallas Sunday night last week. Nick, what about you? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, they match up really well on paper. The Giants have a good defense. Detroit has a good offense. Giants' offense has been meh, but Detroit's defense hasn't been the greatest either. Um. Yeah, I gotta go with the home team. Gonna go with the Giants. Eli Manning in prime time versus Matt Stafford in prime time. Mouth breather, Eli Manning. Oh man, it's it's just the game we've all been waiting for, right? My mouth watering <laughs> so hard. But seriously, I understand what you're saying, AJ. I do think that uh, I'm just ignoring that last comment. By the way, um, I do think that obviously Odell Good. does make does make a big difference. Um. So with that in mind, they said he was he he wanted to play last week. They think he's going to play this week. I don't care. I'm still taking Detroit. Uh, I think that gasp. I think that dude. It just the Giants were bad, bad last week. I mean, they didn't have Odell. I mean, he's their big. He's going to get. They didn't. going to get paid next year. I understand. Oh my god! Stop it. <laughs> this guy's going to get paid. Hey, he is, and then he'll be paid. the best receiver in the league. They paid Brandon Marshall. What the fuck happened to that? Yeah, Sterling Shepard is their number one receiver without without uh, Odell in. So there's your argument. What there's what? your argument? Put your hands Eli up in the air. Eli did not throw it to him. Eli yeah, him like threw it to him once. Like the fourth okay. quarter. Well, Eli is one of the highest paid, paid quarterbacks. But they paid league, him all that so. money. They paid him all that Eli's money. Why wouldn't they target him? He did, didn't have enough time. They're, the Cowboys but, line was but, in their face. There's no chance but, to target but, the guy that goes deep. But it, but his but contract. The but they the money. they paid him so much money. There's a difference. Aaron Rodgers is but, so much better than but, Eli when it comes to throwing but, to people. But they paid him. <laughs> that, but his argument's invalid. All you have to do is say that they paid him. <laughs> but they paid him. But you don't have so, an argument right, to so back that. Hold on. So real quick. All right. Uh, let's talk some fantasy for one second. If, o- if Odell doesn't play. 
are we feeling? I feel pretty good about starting Sterling Shepard if Odell doesn't play. Like I think last week was a pretty good indicator that Eli Manning is just looking for somebody other than Odell, and he's like, yeah, that that guy. I remember him from last year. I'll throw it to him. Sterling it's, had a good season. It's last all year. about the matchups. You first, Nick. I think it's all about the matchups and yep. like where do they line up if they play Slay on Marshall. Then I think Shepard will have a good game if they play Shepard more on Slay side. Then maybe they'll pay the player. They'll, Eli will throw the ball to the guy that they paid all that money to. <laughs> you know, so it'd be a lot better if you didn't fuck up in the middle. I know, right? That would have been Shepard runs a lot out of the slot, but Shepard runs a lot out of the slot right. there too. So, but they want to put uh, Ingram out there too. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I mean it. AJ, wait, what do you think? Who you he's champion? Reigning champion. Reigning champion. We'll end it with you, reigning champ. Got to start Sterling and Vereen. Vereen? Vereen like, looked the best out of the backs. I mean, I agree. and all those dump-off passes yeah. at the end of the game last week just made it even better. I agree. I, I don't mind Shane Vereen if you're hurting for a flex play. Hurting. Yeah, it's but... Unreliable. Yeah. But but it's, I think he actually has more value if OBJ's out though. I, I do. If because, he's out, yeah. I'm ta- I'm playing him. If yeah. OBJ's out, I'm playing yeah. Sterling and Breen with confidence to get points because they look like Shane, the only two people. Shane Breen or Terrence West? Oh jeez, Terrence West. Shane Breen. Shane Breen or Mark Ingram? Shane Breen. Mark Ingram. Shane Breen or Gillisley? Gillisley. Gillisley. I hate it, though. I hate it. How do you like Terrence West or the other guy we just named better? Because Gillisley has a floor of zero. Gillisley floor, Gillisley's floor every week is zero. Once they get inside His the 10-yard sure. line at New England. Yeah, once they get inside the 10-yard line. Boom, boom, boom. That's fine. Once they, okay, but once they get inside the 10-yard line, they also have Rob Gronkowski. They have... They do. Still? <laughs> yeah, they still have it. Oh, they, they did pay him all that money. They, they, they did, did pay him all, all that money. <laughs> See how well that worked out last week. Shane Vereen or Theo Riddick? Theo Riddick. Mm, for sure. Shane Vereen or Marlon Mack? Shane Vereen. Mack. Shane Vereen <laughs> or Frank the Tank Gore? Gore. No nah, man, it's, it's that's all you gotta do is say Colton. No, 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 no not necessarily. Like I would go Mac because if they get their doors blown off, then they're gonna play Mac more, just like against LA. And I like Gore to get a goal line carry if they get that close, and so he could fall into the end zone. Whereas I, I can't trust Vereen's production. Shane Vereen now, you, or Rob Kelly? Kelly, I would take a starter. In most cases, Pass. over Chamberlain. What about Jaquiz Rogers over Chamberlain? I take all. I take Jaquiz every day, no problem. Jaquiz, I'm telling you, Jaquiz, start him this week. If nope, smoke him if you got him. He Stay is. away from JK. Oh God! Every time you say that, I just want to come through God. this computer and oh. just just strangle you every time. You can't strangle the rain chap when you're all the way down there. Uh huh. Shane Vereen or, <laughs> or Kerwin Williams. Shane Vereen. Kerwin Williams. Kerwin I've Williams. Seen, so I've seen the production. <laughs> Kerwin Williams so easily for me there. It's that that Match one's up. tough. I think that one is the toughest one for me. 
No, I think the matchup is easy there. I think you you go with maybe one of the worst rosters. Shane Vereen or <clears throat> any Bengals running back? Bengals. Yeah. But you can only yeah. have one. Which one are you going to take? I'll Next take one. Gio Bernard if that's the case. I mean, of any of them, I'm even confident yeah. with Bernard or yeah. Hill. All right, so that's enough of the, that's enough of that. I'm I'm so over talking about Shane Vereen. I can't even begin to tell you. Shane Vereen well, or Cole well, Beasley. <laughs> Cole Beasley. Um, well, that was that was fun, guys. Uh, it's another week in the books. That is week two wrapped up, and uh, I will be your reigning champ next week. I'm just going to go ahead and call that right now. So if I'm not, be sure to send all of my, all of your hate mail to. At Nickasaurus31 on Twitter. That's oh wait, no. That's you, Nick, right? Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, yes. I mean, send wait, your no, hate mail. No, don't send, yeah, yeah. Email, send no. him your hate mail. Um, I'm at Joel D two six two six zero on Twitter. Um AJ, you are at C H X C K E N Alfredo, correct? Your Twitter handle gives me a headache. Super super easy to say for radio. You got a Twitter handle made for radio, Follow let me tell you. Us. Follow our podcast Twitter at Follow, MPO yes. 260. Super easy yes, sir. for radio. Um, obviously, big shout out big shout out to FFDynasty260.com and Aaron for putting this out and putting it up on the website. Uh, go to FFDynasty260.com for all your Dynasty redraft and any fantasy needs. All right, guys, it was fun. Thank you for listening to the new pod order presented by FFD 260.